Guam may be a little island in the middle of the ocean, but this paradise is teeming with people with all sorts of amazing abilities. Benita Baby was nothing but hair accessories. <laughs> I had some little barrettes um, that we were making and headbands, our little like knit bow headbands. And that's all I started out with. And I decided shortly after, you know, I had been sewing for a little while that I was going to put it out there. Whether it's artists who create visual masterpieces, creatives inspiring others, people who compose and perform moving pieces of music, athletes taking their game to the next level, or entrepreneurs coming up with innovative solutions, there are a ton of folks here doing incredible things with their gifts. And I want to introduce them to all of you. Women, not just guys, women could come in and feel like they're there to train, they're going to be taken serious, they're, they're not going to be hit on by dudes, yeah. they're going to have their own space. You know, I mean, they're going to be respected as just another practitioner of, of this martial art. I'm Jonagan Charfris, and I invite you to join me on the KUAM Podcast Network for Fistful of Talent, where I sit down with people discussing their visions and dreams and sharing the secrets of their success. In the avenues of, mm -hmm. yeah. of yeah. you know, being in the creative life and then what's, what's the next thing? Just subscribe to the KUAM Podcast Network on SoundCloud iTunes, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcatcher platform, and prepare to be amazed. That's Fistful of Talent each and every Friday. Thanks for listening. And now, let me get you back to your show. Hello and hafadeh, everybody. Welcome back to the KUAM Podcast Network. This is Real Talk with Ken and Nicholas and... Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let, let's start right off on the show on a positive note. I'm Jason Salas. That is Asha Robles, and joining us once again is Noel Manch. Here with us for how many more weeks, Noe, before you return to much greener pastures? Uh, probably... Maybe like seven weeks, eight weeks. Oh, okay. Well, we got a lot of movies to talk about then. Yeah. We are definitely <laughs> going to talk about The Lion King when it comes oh out. Oh my yes. gosh, I can't wait. It's I know. marked on my Google calendar for sure. Okay, so we're recording this on July 2nd, so that means T minus 18 days. So we're having a movie yes. premiere for it, right? Damn right. Okay, Yes. Cool. Awesome. I'm so excited. Okay, and, I know. And of course, that is going to be at Tango Theaters, which is our sponsor for this very fine podcast. So thank you to our friends at Tango Theaters um, for... Allowing us to do this show, which, by the way, is now on Spotify, if you guys did not know. And judging yeah, by our numbers, heard. yeah, judging by our numbers, it is That's doing awesome. really, really well. We're getting a lot of yeah. listeners. Apparently, there's a, there's a few people that use Spotify. I yeah. use Spotify for all my podcasts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's like my go-to. That was hashtag like sarcasm, by the way. it's up and coming. Like, <laughs> it's the new place to listen to podcasts. For sure. I mean, it's been for a while, but, you know. And you know which podcast is number one on Spotify in our feed right now is Nurse Jen Explains. So, mm, okay. so Nurse Jen, we're coming for you. And, and we've got a really good topic to get <laughs> at right Nurse Jen. <laughs> yeah, so we, we got a really good topic to get at her today because we are talking about our very subjective, very opinionated, very biased reviews of some fresh new summer movies. And each of us, each of us watched a movie that ironically not the others watched. I'm going to do Child's Play. Mm -hmm. Noe's going to do... What are you doing, Noe? Men in Black International. Okay. 
I am avoiding that on principle, only I, because I thought the the original was so good. It's an amazing movie, and everything after that. Wait, uh, okay. This this next question of mine is going to break Asha's heart in a million why? pieces. Oh, why? Because uh, Chris Hemsworth are Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson actually together? Are they dating? Are they romantically linked? No, they're like what the heck. No, because oh, no. they were. You they don't were, know who his wife is. <laughs> And also, Tessa Thompson's gay, right? Oh, she is? Yeah. I didn't know that. She was dating Janelle Monet. She might be is queer. Is she? She yeah. was? She was dating Janelle Monet. Be- well, be- okay. So, we're going to backtrack a little. and get that. So, my interest in this is because, of course, Chris and... Let's go... Like, I even know them, right? Chris and Tessa were in <laughs> Avengers Endgame together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even though they really didn't... Well, no. They, they had, what? Thor. Two scenes. Yeah. Thor and Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. And then they go right in and they do Men in Black. Yeah. I think they're just really good friends have who have great dynamic. on screen, yeah, yeah. Mm. chemistry. Okay, mm. and there were a lot of people who were theorizing, and then basically on Twitter that were demanding that Captain Marvel and Valkyrie become a same-sex couple. Oh, and they were like, it makes perfect sense because, for all reasons, because it would be awesome. Yeah, that would be a that would be interesting. And in the comic like books, Valkyrie is bisexual. Oh, yeah. There's so there's that tie-in. It's probably why they chose Tessa Thompson. I would love she's that. She's beautiful. I, she's I never gorgeous. knew that. She is. I first became aware of her in Westworld because you know I'm, oh, yeah. I'm old, so I don't really follow you know mm. the stuff that you guys do. But <laughs> yeah, no, gorgeous girl. And she's it, beautiful, very talented. She seems goofy. I follow her on Instagram, so I'm just. And like, in Westworld, <laughs> she had a couple, at least one or two trysts with a robot, with different robots. So she got she got freaky deaky with a synthetic human. Let's just say. Oh, okay, you would, Jason, you would talk about okay. that. <laughs> Do people even say freaky deaky? Anyway? Okay, whatever. That's the first time I've ever heard it. <laughs> really? Okay. I feel like I've heard it in a song. So, <laughs> so embarrassment aside, um, we are going to talk about our favorite summer movie. Well, okay. Our favorite or the last summer movie? <laughs> or just the ones watched. we basically yeah, watched, yeah. I've okay. only watched saw. one movie so far. Okay, well, real quick, I'm giving Child's Play two resounding thumbs up because it was awesome. Really? Child's Play he was He has been talking ass. about it the Even past with, week. I, I would think, like, Luke Skywalker as, like, the voice of Chucky. Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Hamill. He's the voice? Yeah. yeah. But then I was, like, <laughs> I was um, searching something online today, and apparently he's voiced over, like, three or four, like, cartoon characters. He was the Joker. Yeah. He was he the was Joker in, in the animated remake of mm-hmm. uh, The Killing Joke, which is, like, the seminal um batman graphic novel that you have to that's when he almost he almost kills batman yeah and i think he did like another superhero comic it's weird because you know we talked about this on the last podcast you you weren't here noe but so when he came into the public consciousness as luke skywalker he was like the symbol of you know purity and good and he's this you know orphaned kid who winds up saving the entire galaxy right Mm -hmm. um and now he's been known to voice these really menacing, um, conniving sociopaths. I feel like it's like the same effect of comedians. Like they they produce like really funny things, but their kind of like passion is more dramatic things. Like mm-hmm. Bill Hader's found like an in between that's pretty cool. But a lot of um, what's her name, Abby from Abby Johnson, I think from Broad City. she's be- All of her things that are in Broad City are like super serious like films. Mm. Or most of them at least. Hey man, a gig's a gig. If someone's writing That's you a check true. to do it, I mean, I'll play Hamlet if they'll have me. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> okay, so so real real quick. So I gave uh, Child's Play. We're gonna get into the details of of our movie reviews, but I gave Child's Play two thumbs up. Ashi mm-hmm. watched Toy Story four. We all watched Toy. You watched Toy Story four as well, right? No, or no, you weren't I didn't. having yeah. We were oh, doing you the... guys weren't there. No, we did the we podcast, did the and podcast then I split. but you split. Okay, yeah. no, Toy Story four was really good. Thanks a lot, by the way. Um, noticing that I that I was not there, so. It wouldn't have mattered if I was there. You wouldn't have paid attention to me. (laughs) No, it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. You know, I grew up watching all the other Toy Stories. So this one, I think, is actually the end. It seemed like it ended like it was... You know, Aww. over. So was but I correct was, when we when we did our, our live stream from the what theater? Was your... Andy, my, my prediction was that Andy makes a cameo. Um, not really. It was more like he just shows in the way beginning, like a recap of like all three Toy Stories. Also, it's a like flashback. Just, yeah, like a flashback. Also, that's not Aww. a cameo. That's lame. Yeah. So he's in the way beginning, but he doesn't ever show after that. But it was a really good movie. Um, there was some sad parts. Obviously, a lot of comedy and. There was a lot of um, scenes and underlying, underlying like, what is it called, metaphors mm. for, like, adults and, like, how to transition from, I guess, like, teen to adulthood, maybe. But, you know, kids obviously aren't going to know that yeah. because... Are we talking cartoon. about getting freaky deaky again? No, not freaky deaky, oh. just, like, with life, like, growing up <laughs> I just want to stuff. say that again. Like... It was good. You just got to watch it. Okay, it was, the pre- a, it was a good movie. The preview, even though it really doesn't give any context on what's happening, when Woody is walking on like that dark road and it's very poorly lit and he's dragging like, what is it, a spork? Oh, yeah, and that's, a new, that's a new character. Forky Dude, a that, new character. for some reason, that just looks really, really sad. And it's like the spork like gets up and upright like every few feet and then, oh, what are we doing? And then so falls So basically, back. spoiler alert. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Forky is actually not even a toy. The little girl in the movie has, like, she's going into kindergarten, right? And supposedly she's scared to go into kindergarten and she doesn't have any friends. She wants to bring a a toy with her, but her parents say no. So she makes this toy in kindergarten. Out of a utensil. Out of of a fork. She, I guess, like, it's trash or something, right? She puts it together. So he's not a spork. I thought for some reason, like, he looked round, like, you know, like a KFC. They have those, you know... No, I think he is a spork, but they call him Forky. I don't know. Maybe I can't they remember. Don't use spork. Yeah. Spork. Spork. Yeah. But you would think she, with all the money makes, that Disney has, they can him. at least secure the rights to use the she word spork. She makes him, and he like comes alive or whatever, and then the toys are freaking out. It's actually, like, now that you mention it, funny. I think KFC actually owns the copyright on the word spork. That's pretty really? awesome. They, they own the trademark. I do believe. Yeah. That that makes sense because I've never seen another spork if it isn't. KFC, maybe somewhere in existence. I actually just used a spork last night. I was having some mac and cheese, but but for whatever reason, <laughs> anyway, yeah, <laughs> it was funny. Out He's a left. funny character, but that scene just looked really like not scary. Not it wasn't disturbing. that scene wasn't disturbing at all. If you watch it and you see it, it's not disturbing. Maybe like in the there's movie. no music, there's no dialogue or anything. It's just like wow. And, and in that's, the movie, there's dialogue. Okay, because in that one, that's where they bring up, like, all the, you know, they superimpose, like, all the reviews. It's like, oh, uh, RogerEber.com gives it five stars. You, you know, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll yeah. you'll see it a thousand times. And I mean, I didn't cry, but, you know. That was my next the question. The feels were definitely there. Oh, you got the feels? Yeah. Okay. Some parts. Noe, your turn. Okay, so you, how many thumbs up? I'll say two thumbs up. Okay. No, we're two for two right now. Did you get the feels at Men in Black? <laughs> I got... Cer- some feels I not like emotional feels but 
I just felt disappointed. I think because, like, like you were saying, Men in Black, the original movie, was such a good movie. And I feel like the disappointment from, like, the two sequels that it had from the original um, line of the plot line were really disappointing. So I was expecting this one to be amazing. Like, they had an amazing cast. They had Emma Thompson. They really didn't do anything with her that much. Wait, Emma Thompson played... No. She's, she played Belle, right? In Beauty and the Beast. Oh, no. Who is no, that? No, that was um, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Oh, okay. Yeah. My mistake. Emma Thompson is... She's been in love, actually. And she's just like that old British actress that, like, you know. You know if you see her. The best American actors are British. We've said this so many times That's on the show. But she yeah. she plays, like, a, a British actor. Because the whole thing is, like, it's it's international. Like, there's a a bunch of different, like, networks of men in black agencies all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, that was kind of cool to show that, like, um, you know, alien fascination isn't just, like, focused in America mm-hmm. and, like, draw it out a little more. So does it take place mm-hmm. in the United Kingdom or in Australia? It takes place in the UK. Oh, okay. For the most part. So they do have their accent in it, right? Yeah. Because okay. Chris Hemsworth is... He's Australian. Yeah. But it's like... Um, yeah, if anybody knows anything about Chris Hemsworth, it's this one. <laughs> but like the, in the beginning... Okay, wait, Asha, if you and Chris Hemsworth marry, will you make him <gasps> take your name? Oh, Jason. Will he be Chris Hemsworth We're Robles? We're not talking about this. We are going to just let... Oh, him so leave. we've only talked about it a million times before, but now it's apparently it's wrong. <laughs> it's not part of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would take your last name, though. He seems like that kind of guy. <laughs> Just like a fair equal rights guy. That was right? the, that was the one thing I didn't like about Endgame. Thinking about it, he had his Australian accent playing a Norse god. Yeah, which was kind of weird. I think it was meant to sound maybe a little bit more towards like the British side, mm-hmm. but like he, if you got an accent, you got an accent. Unless you're like super good at doing American accents. It's yeah. like Thanos is just standing there. Let's kill him proper this time. Yeah. Like, in the like side You're note, though, <laughs> side note, in all of, like the Marvel actors who are actually British that play Americans, I feel like Tom Holland has his accent down because he's not only doing an American accent, but he's doing like a a, a Bronx accent. I mm-hmm. think that's pretty cool. Um, but that's yeah. another guy that Asha really likes. I love Tom Holland. Right? Tom, tell me I'm no, wrong. You are wrong. Da- you what have, have s- I ever said? You have, I think oh- you're talking about Mariah. No, you have sung the pretty. I mean, no, 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 no. You're, you're never, not. You're not. You're not all fangirling never. over him. <laughs> I've never said anything about him, actually. No, you said you really like him as Spider Man. Um, no, that was somebody else. No. Oh, okay. He's but, a good actor, though. But wait, I mean, yeah. like, Spider Man comes no out Chris Hemsworth. today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Spider Man. Yeah, because today, I mean, you know, normally yeah. movies come out on a Thursday to to as a wind up for the weekend. But of course, this is a weird week because Fourth yeah. of July is Fourth on a of Thursday. July. I think it comes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, either today or Wednesday. Yeah. I know, I kind of want to watch it, too, because apparently it's, like, the end of this phase of the Marvel Universe. So there's still some things connected to Endgame stuff. Yeah, and I watched Dark Phoenix, which, you know, mercifully you did not, and you weren't here for that podcast, because, oh, oh, man, what a trash fire that was. I love Sophie Turner, but I just couldn't. I'm sorry. I'll support her in another way. But, yeah, back to Men in Black. I just felt like... So many people and like plot lines were so underutilized. Like a good example of um, people in the film being underutilized was like what was supposed to be the main 
villains. I know there's like a whole plot twist at the end, which is like pretty cool that they do that. I don't want to spoil it. But even like when they're seen as like the main villains, um, I don't know if you guys know them, but Lay Twins, they're Beyonce's backup dancers for like a, a quick minute, like a pretty long time. Um, they're like the two badass like twin dancers. Hmm. And they were in the film. I'm sorry, they're like, male the or female? Male. They're both guys, okay. They're both guys. They're French. And I just felt like they, it was so cool that they were in there, and I feel like they would have been recognized, but they just underutilized them. Emma Thompson was only in the film for, like, a little bit, which, like, made me sad, because I was like, she's so good. Why don't you put her in for longer? Okay, may I ask? Mm-hmm. Is Will Smith and or Tommy Lee Jones in the movie at all? Nope. Ah! Mm-mm. I'm not gonna. There watch are it, like so. there's some not even a cameo. there's some references to like the old movies, but like they're not in it. But I do have to say that like the the best part about the movie, and this is why I'm so disappointed that like the writers, filmmakers, whatever, didn't really like folk build off of this is the chemistry between Tessa and Chris. They're so good together. Mm. Like mm-hmm. whenever. They were talking, like, dialogue was kind of wonky sometimes. They were relying a lot on, like, alien-involved innuendos. But, like, other than that, like, just seeing them on camera and on the screen, you could, like, just feel that. they have good chemistry together. Exactly. And one thing that we really learned from the Avengers movies, but probably starting in Thor Ragnarok, is that Chris Hemsworth can really handle comedy. He's a funny dude. Oh, yeah. He improvises, like, no one's business. Like, um... Uh, they said that in Thor Ragnarok, he completely improvised that um, line that's like, oh, he's a friend from work when the Hulk shows up. That was pretty funny. That was like one of the funniest lines in the movies. <laughs> but yeah, I just felt like it was it was one of those movies that relied on the the coolness and, for lack of a better word, the clout of like the previous Men in Black movies and also like the reputation of the actors and didn't really do much yeah. for me. Well, what's interesting, ladies, is that the three of us in the movies that we've chosen to kind of like give our reaction to, if not like full-on review, is my movie is Child's Play is a reimagining of the original mm-hmm. franchise. I mean, we're all dealing with like established storylines, right? Asha's is the fourth and final sequel. You're, would you consider Men in Black like a rebooting, reimagining, retelling I think rebooting, same universe, but just like a generational jump from like the last okay. movie to okay. this one. Well, it's my turn because I've been waiting a whole week. This is Child's Play was awesome. All right. I went in there actually very skeptical and I was like, okay, I've seen the original like a bunch of times. Asha said she's seen it. You watched it, what, when you were four, you said? Whenever it. <laughs> That's crazy. Because <laughs> yeah. I know it came out before I was born, right? Yeah. What, what year did it come out? Uh, 87, I want to say. Wow. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. I think you're right because this is the 30th anniversary. So that's why they they timed it like that. So it came out in 89. Okay, yeah. Then it was a couple years older. Yeah. But Chucky was actually held right up there because the story was so original, right? You have Mm -hmm. Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th who is this Mm -hmm. maniacal killer running around a forest. You have Freddy Krueger who's terrorizing people in their dreams and coming into the real world. You have Leatherface... Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, who's a cannibal in this, like, you know, backwoods Texas town. And then you have Michael Myers, who is, you know, the evil that can't be stopped in Halloween. And then you have Chucky, who is a serial killer who is shot 
um, and mortally wounded by a cop. And right before he dies and breathes his last breath, he does like, like this little voodoo trick that he picked up, and he ch- he transfers his soul into this little boy's doll. Yeah. Um, and that was just such an original idea. And Chucky the doll was so menacing, and he was such—I mean, he was wisecracking, and he was a real ass, and he was legitimately scary. Um, and he—he, he, you know, he went after everybody, even even like the little boy that loved him. What's funny about it is this version of Child's Play has nothing to do with the original script. All right, the characters all different names, different times. Um, time period it happens basically in the ghetto in this in a tenement project where this um single mother raising her kid she works at this department store and there's this um line and it's completely modernized so now uh chucky is a cloud connected doll the mm-hmm. kid plugs his phone yeah. into him via usb oh, and then goes scary. chucky connect to the cloud and like this family's got next to no money and yet they can afford this doll that's got more artificial intelligence in it mm-hmm. than anything we've ever seen in more than the matrix more than iRobot. Yeah. And this, this doll can already walk and talk and feel and learn. But there's nothing evil about Chucky in this movie. All he is is he's just – he's learning about humanity, about society, and he takes everything literally. So when um, the kid's like little cat scratches him, scratches him on the arm accidentally, the kid's like, oh, man, I hate this cat. I wish this cat would like go away. The kid goes in and you know like he's washing his arms. He comes back and Chucky's strangling the cat. And he goes, Chucky, what are you doing? He goes, oh, you said the cat was bad. You want him to go away. Oh. I want to help. Him. And he takes everything literally, oh. but he's a learning machine. So he's, and you know, um, the mom's boyfriend winds up like, you know, messing around with her. Or, like he yells at her and, you know, slaps around the kid. And then yeah. Chucky's like, nothing can keep me away from my friend. Oh. And, he, and, you know, the boy's crying and he, he goes, you're such a bad person. Stop picking on my mom. He goes, I'll make her stop picking on your mom. And, you know, he, He's not. That's a, the crazy I need to thing. Watch about, it. Yeah. I want to watch it. So well, now badly. that I spoiled half the movie, and all it is. It's I a, know. The, I yeah. should not I be in this podcast yeah. with you. It's yeah. a. The movie is actually like a proper narrative on the dangers of artificial intelligence. Wait, so I have another question. Is it just like one Chucky doll, or is it like an army of Chucky dolls? Because there's like. I'm assuming in that world, there's like a bunch of them out Do you want there. me to spoil this, option? <laughs> there's a bunch. I saw the previews. Okay. Yeah, it's... There's a bunch. Oh, man. Chucky, Chucky becomes this big hive mind entity. I mean, that shows in the preview, though, right? Like yeah. one scene where like they're all walking. All of a sudden, all of the Chuckies, oh, like they crazy. wake up and yeah. they all become self-aware. Oh. But it's, but it's also crazy that, the, that this family is so poverty-stricken and they live in this really bad, seedy part of town and they've got this amazing robot that does, you know... Google doesn't have anything that, you know, Google self-driving cars can't do what Chucky does right now. And it's set in, in like modern times, but also the kid, that kid has the worst potty mouth. The little kid in the the kid's 12 years old and all that, all that's coming out of that kid's mouth is F this. Wait, did you say his name was Andy in the... Yeah, and his name was Andy. That's crazy. The same as, (laughs) you know, in Toy Story. Um, Well, his name is Andy in the original. What's, is it? In the original Child's Play? Oh, I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. Okay. Um, what's also funny is that there are only three kills in the entire movie. For those of you who, you know, get into horror movies because, you know, you're all about the body count. Um, they're very creative. Um, Sinister. Yeah, if, if, you're in, if you're into, like, having, like, you know, like, mass genocide and everything like that, you might be a little bit <laughs> oh. um, disappointed. But they're very creative. They're very, they're very innovative. Um, and it just does not let up. It's a, it's a really fun movie to go watch 
It's fun. I actually thought halfway through, and I was I was cracking up. I was like, dude, this movie is hilarious. And I was like, I I would classify this as comedy horror. Hmm. I would watch it, it now. There's a lot of parts I of it. I definitely want to watch yeah. it. I'm more into horror movies than you know. Then fa- family, family friendly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I mean, like, I love family friendly movies, but. Okay, so your turn. So, so break down what yeah. was what you liked the best about Toy Story. Oh man, there were a lot of good things that I liked about it. I guess I really didn't think about it coming in here, but. Hmm. What was my favorite scene? Who steals the show, Buzz or Woody? Oh, Woody, definitely Woody. Buzz is in it, but surprisingly, Buzz doesn't. I mean, he shows through a lot of it, but it's not revolved around Buzz. It's revolved around Woody. Oh. And, like, Woody's trying to find his purpose in his toy life or whatever. Because, you know, Andy's away at college now. He goes with this new girl, Bonnie. But Bonnie doesn't... Andy's not Bonnie's favorite toy. So, or... What did, what did I say? Andy? Yeah, Andy is not Bonnie's favorite toy. So, Andy, no, not Andy. Andy. Wait, what's his name? Guys, Buzz. Woody. 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 Woody is not Bonnie. I was like, wait a minute. Andy's, no, not Andy. Andy's butt. I'm thinking about uh, Chucky right now, but no, Woody is not Bonnie's favorite toy, so he's having a hard time adjusting to that because he was always the favorite before. So he doesn't feel like he has a purpose anymore. So when they go on this like road trip, this family road trip or whatever with Bonnie and her family, um, he ends up meeting Bo Beep, Bo Peep, mm-hmm. and she was like a lost toy, and she found her purpose or whatever, which is not really, I don't have to be somebody's toy, I can be my own toy on my own or whatever. Oh, so, so this like, is... But it so, was good, it wasn't, it wasn't that So cheesy. she's like, emblematic seems, of feminism? Yeah. I can do very, my very own little, thing. Very little, but... <laughs> I, I mean, that was like. I don't need no owner. It. I'm my own toy. So, but spoiler alert. Do I'm gonna you guys do my hear thing. it or no? Did you want to yes. watch it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like at the way end of the movie, while Woody's trying to get Forky, because Forky gets lost, and Bonnie's favorite toy is Forky. Oh. She made him. He tries to get Forky back for Bonnie, and during this whole process, that's when he meets Bo Bo Peep, and she's telling him like, "It's okay. You don't. You know, you're not." You don't have to be anybody's toy or whatever. He ends up staying with Bobby. Like, he doesn't go back to Bonnie. He stays and they split. Like, so Buzz and Woody say bye to each other at the way in. So that's, like, the main part at the end. So they split up. Oh. Do you ever remember and, how and that- Bo Beep is not in it anymore, though? Or Bo Peep? What's her name? Bo Peep. I Bo feel Peep. like she was one of... Because remember when Andy went to college and... I think the mom was, like, donating toys. She was one that got donated. I think yeah. so. I think so, like, so. I totally forgot about that, but they show it in the movie. Wait, but that's Woody's love interest, right? Yeah. Bo Peep, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he stays with her. Like, he's really not going to. He was going with Buzz at the way end, but then he just thinks about it, and he's like, no, I'm going back. Not, like, anything like... Oh, I'm gonna go back to be with the love of my life. Like that's not the thing you get. Like that's not. What you I see. mean, there is kind of a bromance, right, between Woody, Woody and, and Buzz. Woody and oh, Buzz. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But he goes back. So it's kind of a coming of age for for Woody. Like he grows up a little. Yeah, bit? he grows up a little okay. bit. I guess. I mean, it was good. A little kid probably won't see all of that, but a lot of us 
grew up with Toy Story, so we're all adults watching it. Did you feel like there was a sense of finality? Did you did you feel like closure at the end of the movie after watching these four films? I don't know. I don't get that deep with movies. Like, it's just a movie to me. Do you think they could do one more? Like, do you see like a any plot line that they left behind? Or? God help us, they have a spinoff. Please don't do a spinoff. I don't want them to. I don't even want them to remake this one. Toy Story <laughs> is so special to me. I think it was the first movie I watched ever. Wow. I think so. I don't know. And that was one in 90... 90- the first. Definitely one of the first. And that was in 94. One of the first. Oh, not 94. Maybe, well, it came out in 94. Maybe the second 94 one. 94 or 95? I think 95. Okay. Be, be grateful knowing that you weren't at the... There's a ladybug on my arm. I didn't even know we have ladybugs Uh-oh. on Guam. God, that is weird. That is not that weird. Okay. <laughs> well, weird for me. I looked down, there's a ladybug crawling. Um, okay, be glad knowing you weren't with us at the theater because we made our final predictions as we were wrapping up our live podcast on Facebook, right? And, and so we went down the line. I said, okay, my prediction would be that Andy makes a big cameo, plays a significant role. Mm-hmm. Asha said, okay, I think... Woody's going to find, like, the true love of his life. You kind of called it that he was going to wind up with, like, Bo Peep. And we said, yeah. Ken, and Ken's like, I think somebody's going to die. And I was like... I, I was, know, Ken yeah, and I was like, somebody was going to die. Dude! They would not do that to children. I was like, right. okay, are you that warped <laughs> oh, by, like, man, Endgame no, or remember, what? Okay, no, you don't remember. So oh, man, that's part, a morbid thought. In the way beginning, there's this part where, like... I guess you don't really know what happens, but one of the toys outside and it's raining really hard. It's a... The the car one. What was the car's name? RC or something or the toy car with the remote control. You know who oh, I'm talking about, yeah, though, right? Yeah, Lightning Lightning McQueen. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. It's the one of the toy. It's a toy car, and so like he's the drain. The water is going down the drain right the side next to the curb. So it was like he couldn't get out of it. He was trying to get out of it, but he oh, kept no. going back. So when Ken was mentioning like, oh, I think someone is gonna die. Like, that was the first thought when I saw that scene. Obviously, they get him out, but... But he's in a dangerous situation. He's in a dangerous... And the music kicks up. Yeah, and I'm just like, no. Like, you can't move Fasa, this children's toy. Yeah, I was like, how are they going to get him? Okay, wait. So Mufasa is going to be James Earl Jones, right? Can you tell we we can't wait for Lion King? Who... I'm so excited. Who is um, Simba? It's Donald Glover, right? Simba's Donald Glover... Nala is Beyonce. Um, in both youth and maturity? No, I think in youth, They have two separate casts, right, for yeah. when they grow up. Okay. So they have two separate casts. Timon and Pumbaa, Seth Rogen. I don't know. Keegan-Michael Key. Oh, wait. Or is he one of the hyenas? He's one of the hyenas. Of the hyenas. He, yeah, okay, because oh, we went I over this. Oh, I think it's... Um, oh, my God. Eric Andre, maybe. I don't oh, yeah. The, the, the sounds, dude with the big fro. Yeah, that sounds right to that me. That dude is hilarious. That one's good. John Oliver is, like, the bird, the toucan guy. Well, I thought he was Scar. Who's Scar? Oh, who is Scar? Because Scar has to be the British dude. Scar is... Because, again, we oh, come back to British dudes, way better actors than Americans, apparently, playing American roles. Let me look that up. And Noel is feverishly Googling this right now. Uh, it's a good cast. That's all I know. It's and really I'm good so cast. stoked to watch it. I know. <laughs> oh, that? Somebody was like, I think I don't know if you're the one who mentioned this in the last podcast. Did we talk about Lion King? No. No, we yeah, talked about Lion King two podcasts ago, and like so how we, somebody was talking about. Oh. Like, it just took over our last oh, podcast. Wow, how did they get all of these animals guy. to? 
be to this bow. Good. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is scarred. He's Wait, been in. Let me tell you. Let me see. He's been in. Well, what's his name? Um, I'm gonna butcher this. Oh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Uh, he he won the yeah. Academy Award for um, Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, yeah. And he was he's the one from Four Brothers, Ash. Who is he? In the bad guy. Also, Billy. He's, he's the, the the drug lord. Billy Eichner is actually Timon, which is I think even better. Eric Andre is Azizi. I don't know who that. I think that's one of the one of the evil one of the hyenas. Yeah, it's a really good cast. Oh my gosh. Whew, I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, that kind of like steals the thunder from like our last and final question because we got to wrap up this podcast. I was gonna say, okay, besides Lion King. What other summer movie are you guys most excited to see? Ooh, we already um, said Spider Man: Far From Home is coming out tomorrow, if not I th- today. So I know it came out already, but yesterday. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm really not that crazy about seeing that. I'm like, I'm not. I'm like, really not a big Beatles the... guy. That's why. So. Oh, I'm not like rushing to the theater, but I want to see it eventually. I think it's like a really cool story because it it shows that like. Um, I don't, well, the whole Kate McKinnon was talking about it, and she said the whole underlying message is like, you you need to appreciate culture and not just like shame it. Culture of all generations, or something like that. Because she was like, you can't even imagine a world where like, you, what's it called? Um, Here comes the sun doesn't exist, or something like that. Which is kind of true. It's just like they're so iconic. Like, if you take out an iconic piece of like world pop culture history away it's like what do you have it's going to be interesting to see at the end of this calendar year between bohemian rhapsody rocket man and yesterday yeah which one of those because because you know queen elton john and well no the beatles kind of the beatles greatly preceded them but you know to see there were three english musical acts who went on to massive success and which one of those films actually does best it's probably going to be Bohemian Rhapsody oh yeah I I think so already because I watched the Elton drama was okay you could tell he he wrote it for himself or like he had someone write it for himself it's crazy when you make an autobiography film and you executive produce it about yourself that's a little bit narcissistic but you know (laughs) he's been knighted in the in Her Majesty's Kingdom so you know more power to you he certainly earned it. You go, Alton. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so final thoughts. My, my and I'll, I'll start out. Go see Child's Play if you want to have a really good time at the movies, even if you are a hater. If you're a purist about 90s horror movies like me, I was completely wrong. I am eating crow. I absolutely admit I got this one completely wrong, and I am so much better for having seen the movie. It's fun. It's scary. It's a good time. You will not waste your money. Your turn. Ash. I really want to watch that one. Toy Story, well, obviously it's one of the biggest movies, I think animated movies ever made. Um, if you've been watching it since you were a kid, definitely watch this one. How is the CGI? Even if you haven't watched the other ones, there's a little tiny recap in the beginning. You'll be fine. And how is the what? How is the CGI? Because, I mean, the movies oh, have really progressed. Good. It's really good. It's it's always been good. Even the first one was really good, in nope. my opinion. But, I mean, have they, do they do, like, any, like, special scenes or, like, 3D or, like, lighting or anything mm. like that that really, like, just blew you away and say, wow, that's animated? 
Their mouths yeah, match I'm the really words. Trying, oh yeah, ever since Jason, yeah. it's it's really good. I just highly recommend you watch it if you like heartfelt movies. It's really good. Was I, Rex in there? Rex is my favorite. Rex is in it. He All is? of okay. them are in it. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah, everybody makes a little appearance in it, so you okay. get to see all the characters. Even uh, Bo Peep, Bo Beep, Bo Peep, Bo Peep, Bo Peep sheeps are in it. So, oh, nice. Yeah. What's the pig's name again? The pig's ham. name is pork or ham. Is it ham? Ham. Yeah. It is ham. Okay, because we got we were wrong. We said it was porky or pork in the podcast or bacon or you know. But it's ham. <laughs> okay, so you got forky but not porky. I was sitting. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking about it for a while. I was like. We're what definitely the piggy wrong. banks name. Okay, and then Miss Noel, I have a feeling we already know how you're gonna wrap this up about MIB uh, International, but if you love Tessa May Thompson and you love mm. Chris, I don't know his middle name, Hemsworth, go see it for them. Nicely done. Tessa Thank May you. Thompson. I, I love her. Um but honestly, like it's not it shouldn't be at like the top of your list. Go see the other two movies, wait a few weeks until we do the premiere for Lion King. You'll be fine. Okay, and you, our <laughs> final thought is, you know what's funny about this? The one movie we have not touched on, but Toy Story 4 obviously dominated, and everybody knew that was going to be the big blockbuster for that weekend. Child's Play and Annabelle. Is it Annabelle or Anna? Annabelle. An- the doll one? Yeah. yeah Annabelle. Annabelle. Anna is a different... No, but what, what's the name of the Annabelle movie that's out right now? Because that one Annabelle... got its ass kicked. Annabelle Comes Home or something? Yes, yeah. thank you. And everybody thought, it's like, why would you be stupid to open the same weekend as Toy Story? Well, Child's Play's got its own thing. It's in its own niche. It's a horror movie. You know, whoever's... You know, drop the kids off and let them watch Toy Story. If you're a horror hag, like me, go watch, you know... um Child's Play, and then you yeah. know you won't cross to the streams. Yeah. But if you've seen the marketing for Child's Play, Chucky is at, like the poster is Chucky's like feet, and he's dragging like a knife, and he's dragging Woody. Really? Yeah. And there's another one where uh, he's got like Annabelle is like all beat up, and she's like thrown into like this trash can, and Chucky's like standing there, and he's looking into the camera on the. Po- you guys have to go Google that. I really I'm am surprised that Chucky did so good. Or child is it called Chucky or yeah. Child's Play? Most of the critics were very pleasantly surprised. N- not everybody I thought was, it was going to be this good. I thought it was going to be trash. They were talking <laughs> mad poop about it, mad doo doo about it on the internet. They're like, just leave it alone. But it's good it that they finally got a remake down. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, your Rotten Tomatoes score is like probably the most valuable thing you can get these days, and I, I think it did very, very well. Okay, so that is Real Talk for this week. Uh, for Noel Mange, for Asha Robles, I'm Jason Salas, and thank you to our friends at Tango Theaters for supporting this podcast, which we have so very much fun putting together for you each and every Tuesday. We're going to go watch uh, Spider-Man Far From Home this week, and we'll have that for you on an upcoming episode. But until then, make sure you rate us, you review us, follow us on SoundCloud, follow us on Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Spotify right now, because if you are a Spotify freak, then you can make sure that you get all of our digital audio on-demand podcasts as soon as we upload them. For the entire crew here, thanks a lot, guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.